0: Escobar on the beat legend talks I radio. King legend talks I ready yo 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 King legend talks I
1: wonderful ada pastor Night coming to the show and uh this person is amazing um all the way from russia but born in uh, russia and came to the united states and doing her thing out right here so that's what we're going to talk about today
2: yes indeed indeed i'm so happy to be here thanks for having me happy friday is it friday
1: yes it is friday it is every so
2: day doesn't really matter now what, what day is friday you know
1: exactly so let's, let's talk about um, moving all the way to the States at six years old from uh, Russia. What was that like for you?
2: Yeah, well, you know what's crazy? Um, I don't remember the move. I do not have any recollection of actually immigrating, which is crazy because I I speak Russian. I retained the language and everything. I remember mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, I have these vague memories, and mm-hmm. I never was born there. I for sure was, was born there. I lived there until I was six, and... And then I have certain memories of like being a kid in America when I, you know, the first few years. But I don't remember actually
1: moving, making the moves. I don't
2: remember immigrating at all? Like I don't remember the airplane. I don't remember any of that. So, so
1: what is one of the first things you actually remember about um, being over here?
2: Um, I one of my first memories is going to Disney World with my family. I think I was nine or something. I remember. Okay.
1: The,
2: oh, this is cool. You know, there's just so much happening exactly um, but it's strange I don't remember I don't know if that's common no no
1: that's fine I mean not too many people really remember that far back I was just challenging you to see how far you could go back um but yeah that's awesome and, and from what I've done my research on that music really just kind of runs in your family
2: music runs in my family it's in my blood I'm just gonna move this camera up to see if it looks any better see. Is, that, is that better
1: that's wonderful alright cool
2: Um, It does totally run in my family. Yeah, my parents are musicians, my brother, my aunt, my uncle. So
3: it's in my veins.
1: That's awesome, man. And then what is it like working with them on the music, like together? Because you guys actually work together as a team when it comes to that music, especially in uh, Sweet Dreams.
2: Yes, it was so special. I recorded an album with my family a few years ago. They came to Los Angeles, and we just went in the studio and um, really just recorded a bunch of music that – we played together when I was a kid, and it was mm-hmm. really, you know, it's been a while that we, we hadn't played together in a while, because I'm out in L.A. doing my artist thing, and they're in Connecticut. Which- not like we get a chance to play together very often. Um, so it was just really special to record some music together. So now I have that any time as a, as a memory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's really cool.
1: So in your own opinion, what would you say was, like, your biggest accomplishment so far with your music?
2: Hmm. I mean... I would say one of the, one of the things that comes to mind is I got a full scholarship to Berkeley College of Music, mm-hmm. um, and that was pretty cool. It changed my life in so many ways um, because I don't come from a um, a, a wealthy family, so mm. <laughs> I feel like if I if I hadn't gotten a full scholarship to college, I don't know if I would have gone to college. Yeah, and it absolutely changed my life. It it evolved me as a person, as an, as a musician, as an artist in so many mm. ways. When I first got to Berkeley, I'd never written a song. I never sang for anyone other than like you know at home in the shower or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: never played bluegrass. I never played jazz. I never played hip hop. I just I grew up as a classical violinist, and it's basically all I really knew. Um, and it just when I got to Berkeley, I started jamming with people from all over the world, playing literally all all the genres. You know, like
1: yeah.
2: I was in a mariachi band. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Seriously, I played like every genre possible at Berkeley, and it just opened up my horizons and I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like, There's no limitations to music and creativity. And um, yeah, so I was just jamming and improvising. That was my first love was improvising and I Mm really create my own music. And then then I broke broke up with my college boyfriend and I started writing songs. (laughs)
1: Let's talk about that real quick, your college boyfriend. Is that what initially made you really uh, take your thoughts and put them down on paper and make them into a song?
2: Yes. So um and let me just clarify to everyone watching. I never in a million years thought that I'd be a songwriter, okay? I don't think any classical musician ever thinks that they're going to, you know, write a song because it's like mm-hmm. we on paper. I grew up playing strictly what is given to me, what's provided. Exactly. Me. So I just never even thought that was an option for me. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I I broke up with, you know, I broke up with my first serious boyfriend in college. Mm-hmm. I and um I was having a hard time with the breakup. I just like missed him and I was like, ah, I shouldn't have broke up with him. Like, I want him back, I was a hard time. And um, a few months had passed and I started to feel better about it. And I woke up in my dorm room on a beautiful sunny day in Boston. Looked out the window and just went,
3: it's a beautiful day, even though my heart is broken. It's a beautiful day, even though you're not here.
1: wow (laughs) that's amazing
3: what song is that why does it feel like it's
2: oh shit am i writing a song
1: (laughs) and that's where it started those were the building blocks.
2: yeah so i called my friend chris who was a songwriter and i was Mm -hmm. like i think i just wrote the first line to my first song he's like are you serious i'm coming over
1: (laughs) yeah so uh, let's talk about your wonderful voice like obviously it's in you you know that's something that's kind of hard to teach somebody like, people can go through the vocal training and things of that nature, but some people, you just have a talent for it. So, let's talk about your talent when it comes to your voice. When did you first realize, like, your voice could actually affect people?
2: That's a great question. Um, when I started performing my original music. Mm-hmm. Definitely it, because I had no idea that I had a decent voice, and um, I never thought of myself as a singer at all. But when mm-hmm. I writing songs in college, I went for my first open mic. And I remember walking into this really noisy bar. I still remember the name of it, which is crazy, because I don't have good memory. But I, I think it was called 60. It was kind uh-huh. of little, and very loud, noisy, everyone was drinking, you know, watching TV. Really noisy bar, and they had an open mic. And nobody was listening to the other performers. So I was like, oh, shoot. I have to play my little violin and <laughs> go up the- and <laughs> my little songs, and no one's going to listen. Um, But as soon as I started singing, the whole bar went quiet. And it was like you can hear a pin drop.
1: You grabbed their attention immediately.
2: Yeah, and that's when I knew. I mean, just the whole, I was on stage probably for 10 minutes, I did maybe two or three songs. Mm -hmm. But uh, an intimate, special experience, not only for me as a performer, but for the audience. Like I saw that people loved my music and they were affected by it and they were touched by it. And
1: did did you get goosebumps?
2: I got goosebumps, they got goosebumps. Um, and it was my first open mic, so I was nervous, and I was excited, and it was just, yeah, it was definitely like an, aff- an affirmation, you know, and, um, and yeah, just like what people said to me afterwards, they were like, hey, like, do you have a CD? I was really touched by your music. I'm um, mm-hmm. like, I just wrote that song last week, like.
1: <laughs> exactly. So yeah. how important is traveling to you um, and, and the lifestyle as far as being some pers- a person with so many different talents? like performing and going to different events and things of that nature. How important is that what you say towards your career?
2: I think um, I'm really grateful that I have the ability to play jazz or pop or country or hip hop mm-hmm. um, or classical music. I think it's really cool that I could do all those different things because music is music and I don't believe in boxing someone in. And exactly. I don't good genre or one good this or one good that, you know, I think mm-hmm. that. I think there's good music and bad music in every genre. And I just, um, yeah, I I love blending genres as well. And um, as a musician, I've done all sorts of gigs, all sorts of events, all sorts of um, collaborations, really. And I'm totally open to doing, like, you know, if somebody's like, hey, can you play hip-hop violin on my song? I'll be like, hell yeah, I can. Yeah. I'll have so much fun doing
4: it, you know? I think
1: that's the most beautiful thing about it is that you can be so – transparent as far as what genre you can be in. Like you can work pretty much any genre with that. You know, you can even make like the intro to a, a TV show, you know, like everything.
2: I can, I will.
1: <laughs> I know that's right. I think that's awesome. Um, so right now, just for the people listening in on iHeartRadio, where can they find the music if they were looking for you?
2: I have some music that I've released on the Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I have more music coming out this year. So everybody stay tuned. For more music <laughs> um, yeah i'd say there's a couple good ways to stay in touch with what i'm doing if you guys are interested in staying in touch um definitely follow me on the socials at autopasternak just my name and um i have a mailing list at my website autopasternak.com so you could join my mailing list and i also have a community number that you guys could text and i will send you updates on everything including live streams new music merch all that stuff so um maybe we can we pin that
1: number, or maybe i'll just I'll just put it in the comments maybe I got you, and I'll pin it for you um so now let's move and transition a little bit from your music to more about like life lessons that you kind of learned and different experiences you may have had um, so I start off by asking you what was probably one of the most challenging things that you've ever had to experience, you know, like from birth to now, one of the most
2: challenging things, yeah. Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is um, um, I grew up with a, a family member who struggled with drug addiction.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's something that's really close to my heart, and it's just it's been really hard for me and for my family over the years. And um, that person is currently sober, so I'm very happy and very grateful. I thank God every day.
1: That's wonderful.
2: That's been the biggest challenge for me personally. Um mm-hmm. Just living with that, um, but yeah, that's, that's. And
1: what what would you say is um something that you overcame? You know, uh, a struggle or whatever that you kind of could have been bad, but you turned it into something good. Okay, it could, be, it could be about anything.
2: Yes. Um. Well, when I was a teenager, I was at the peak of my career as a classical violinist. I was. Ever- mm. Successful, like a rising star, and I developed um, severe tendinitis and back pain and just excruciating pain in my whole upper body. And it got Mm -hmm. so bad, I couldn't play anymore at all. So everything I had worked for all those years, I dropped. I I quit. I couldn't. I literally couldn't physically play anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had to give up classical music, which was really hard because, like, that's what I was working for all those years, you know. And I didn't play at all for like about three years, like no music, no violin, nothing. Wow. And then um I picked up the violin. So auditioned for Berkeley College of Music at the last possible moment because I was mm. interested in the program. And um you know, I ended up getting a scholarship and going and it was at Berkeley that I discovered my ability and passion for improvising and songwriting and singing. So I overcame my physical pain and all of that, you know, transitioned and became, it became something new, you know,
1: Yeah,
4: so
2: I'm kind of grateful for that experience. I'm actually grateful that I, that I had that pain. Because That's it, like, so
1: wonderful. Cause I, I'm so happy that you picked up that violin because it's your, it sounds amazing. Like I swear the, on the promo video I did for this interview, I probably listened to that one play over and over and over and over again. of that performance you did. I thought it was outstanding. Um, it was the one on it was acoustic, the uh the show you was on. Oh, oh yeah,
2: that was from a long time ago. Everyone keeps watching that. I'm
1: like, I know, because that's the first thing that pop up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I definitely enjoyed that, and um, I think you're very talented when it comes to that as well, for Damn. sure. So, what is it about the violin that really stuck with you, like that made you say, like, this is it?
2: Um, the fact that I could accompany myself while singing
1: mm-hmm.
2: as in a little bit, um, that was definitely, it felt so natural and exciting when I started doing it and it, and it kind of happened by accident, you know, unless you for a reason, which I do. I
1: know that's right. <laughs> but
2: I didn't even know that it was possible to accompany myself on the violin or to play, you know, like this and sing at the same time. But when I was at Berkeley where everything
4: changed, mm-hmm.
2: I was in a practice room and I was trying to learn jazz. So um I bought the real book, which is like the Bible of jazz songs, you know. So
4: mm-hmm. I
3: up,
2: uh to fly me to the moon. I was sitting on the floor. I had my violin in my in my lap. And I was like, okay, I wanna learn I wanna learn some jazz. Let me learn the song. So it said D minor, so I was like, okay, so
3: fly me to the and G and let me play among the stars. And I'm like Wait, that's cool. Yeah. It's like Andrew Butter and Mars. And then I was like, I can do It's cool.
1: That's awesome. So if you don't mind, go ahead and play something for it. I'm quite sure everyone is just waiting to hear it.
3: I would love to.
2: Hi, everybody. I'm seeing your comments, you guys. Nice to see everybody on here. What's up, what's up?
1: Um, um, let me pin that comment right there, too. There we go.
2: Okay, cool. I hope that's the right number.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, it sounds right. Um, yeah, guys, just go ahead and send me a text. It's basically like just a really good way to stay in touch with me. So just text me. Say whatever you want. Say hi. Say I like your songs. Um, whatever you want to say, uh, just I'll be able to save your contact and text you with updates. About it. And just
1: for the people listening, that number is two zero three six nine two four four zero two.
2: That's right. That's right. Alrighty okay
3: what should i play
1: she's about to bless us right now and play something amazing i'm sure
3: <laughs> thank you thank you hi everyone hi josh nice to see you hello doug what will i play um i will i will know in just a second hi mom okay let's see what should I play?
2: i'm gonna do a quick little freestyle and then i'm gonna
1: Okay.
2: Oh, someone's requesting Fly Me to the Moon. I guess I could. Let's see what I could do. Maybe I'll do a little medley.
1: oh man that's so much talent like i almost cried over here listening it gives you goosebumps just to watch you play like that that's crazy all right so um let's play like, i'm just going to challenge you and see if you can kind of give us something that's a hip-hop vibe. okay different okay. genre all right so uh, just play anything that you're comfortable with, and let's let's see a hip hop vibe. If
2: I'm just gonna make something up.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: That's amazing! It's so much talent right there. Oh my goodness! Thank you. You know, it's so hard for uh, for people to can com- can compete. It's so hard for people to compete with someone that can really play instruments along with their sound. You know, I think that's that's a big big deal. I mean, that means for me when I see someone that can play an instrument like that and sing, that just means music runs through your veins, like you breathe music.
2: I do. I really do. Actually, it's funny because I was on Clubhouse the other day and I sang my one of my original songs for somebody. Mm -hmm. I realized that sometimes I'm more comfortable singing than speaking.
1: So just to shift gears just a little bit, what advice would you give somebody that's interested in learning how to play the violin? Practice. (laughs) (laughs) Is it what did it take you a lot of? practice to get to your level or was it something you just kind of once you got the concept you became a natural at it
2: both both i mean i would say the hardest part is definitely like the beginning of beginning stages like when you're learning a new language and you're learning anything Mm -hmm. first it's going to be really challenging because it's so unnatural and it's so foreign and you don't know what you're doing and um the better you get the easier it becomes i think okay um so but yeah, it took me I practiced for many years. I mean, I started playing when I was 6. So from 6 to 15, I played a lot, you know, every day for a few hours. So that's definitely where a lot of my technique is from, but um
4: mm-hmm.
2: of my creativity and the stuff and improvisations and songwriting, I wouldn't say I would say that's from a different place. I would say that's from a, from a, from a higher power because I
4: mm-hmm.
2: trained as a as a songwriter or as an improviser, as a singer. So I think it's, um, for me, it's definitely a combination of of um, my classical upbringing and skills and my, my passion for music mm-hmm. and creativity. So, yeah. yeah that's so wonderful. If you guys want to learn violin, you have to practice every day.
1: So would you ever be open to teach someone how to play the violin?
2: Sure, I would love to, yeah.
1: Awesome, awesome, because that's amazing. Cause I know that's a talent a lot of people wish they had. Why you, do know, you want you? <laughs> I mean, that would be pretty awesome, you know what I'm saying, for me to learn how to play violin. I'm just curious. Let's um, do it. So So um, where do you see yourself in the next five years if everything goes your way? Like your goals, your vision? Where's your mind headed right now?
2: Next five years?
1: Yeah. I want
2: to release a lot of original music. I want to travel and tour my original music mm-hmm. and perform it for a lot of people. I want to make beautiful music videos. I want to inspire people and heal people with my music. I want um, to buy a house, buy my family a house, and I also want to eventually be a mama,
3: have my own family.
1: Okay. Yeah. I see all of that happening for you.
3: I want. (laughs) It's
1: it's um it's one of those things where you know I think if you got your vision set up and you got your plan together, it's going to happen. Just about being consistent with what you do, because your talent is there. That's obvious. I think that's the first thing people pick up on is your talent. That's that's there, you know. So it's going to happen just, you know, once you stay that consistent route, it's, you'll be there at the destination before you know it.
3: Yes. Thank you.
1: So anything else you want to play for us before we end the interview?
2: Yeah, I would love to play an original song.
1: Okay. We'd love to hear it.
2: So, um, everybody, follow me on Spotify or Apple Music and YouTube, wherever you listen to music. Make sure you follow me. So, yeah, the song is called Grow Older.
1: All right, everyone, this is Grow Older. Let's hear it.
3: You always tell me that I'm beautiful. And I like that, I really do. You always kiss me in the morning. And I like when we make love in your life. But when we get older, will you still think I'm beautiful? But when we get older, will I be enough for you? And when life gets harder, we fall down. Will you still pick me up? Will we grow older, or will our love grow older? My parents kissed and held each other's hands When I was little I remember that It makes me sad to think where they went And
4: I'm
3: scared of letting my heart go So when we get older Will you still think I'm beautiful? When we get older, will I be enough for you? And when life gets hard and we fall down, will you still pick me up? Will we grow older Oh will our love grow old? Will we grow older Oh will our love grow old? Will we
1: grow older or will our love grow old? That was short, sweet, right to the point. I like it absolutely amazing well thank you so much for stopping by king legend talk it was definitely an honor to have you on the platform
2: thank you for having me this has been really fun it's so nice to meet you and thank you everybody for tuning
3: in
1: Hey, everybody. It's your boy, King Legend 757 I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this interview. If you're interested in hearing more interviews or conversations just like this, do me a favor. Follow the podcast on iHeartRadio or any other platform you may be listening in on. Also do us another favor and go ahead and tap in on Instagram and hit KingLegend757 in your search bar so that way you can catch these interviews while we do them live with a live audience being you. So I appreciate you again for tapping into the interview and may God bless you and have a great 2021.